Ah! Oh. 
Shalom, 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 shalom. 
Shalom, good morning, people of God. Um, Shalom, church. How are we all doing? We give you all the glory. My God. Mola viro sevilo grese finum bratiske mananas. Glorious Father, take all the glory. Glorious Father, take all the glory. Glorious Father, take all the glory. Dalimum vrezevinas colombra ateze vilombrantesai. Wow, we give God the glory by the special grace of God, myself <laughs> and my family. You know, we are all doing very, very, very well. We give God the glory in Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. So, um, yesterday we were having service and it just went off. Um, I thought I thought um, there was a fault in, on 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 my on my Wi-Fi. Uh, I just I, I now found out that the bundle was finished. That was why. And so that was the reason why yesterday, whilst we were having the service, it went off. Okay, so we give God the glory and we thank God for another day of His goodness. We thank God for another day of His mercies. We thank God for another day of His precious glory that we are seeing in our life. Hallelujah. We are still in the moment of prayer and we are still in the moment of waiting even on the Lord. And one of the things I want you all to understand is that don't take these seasons for granted. I wanted to have, you know, a session with you all and we would have done um, a, a prophetic investigation even on Codebeam. Uh, but I'm still looking at the very date and the time. Am I talking to you? I wanted to do it on Monday, but I found out that uh, Papa will also be doing... Uh, it's Monday, the last day of the month. It's Monday, the last day of the month. 
it's not the last day. So which of them is the last day of the month? Please let me know. Which of them? It will be Tuesday. So that's beautiful. So God willing, 31st on Tuesday, we also will be having a prophetic investigation. But this time around, it will not be on Zoom because of the time. And we are also doing a program at church and it is 21 days of prophetic services and the team is thou sayest the Lord church in fact the truth of the matter is that I've stayed under graces but I want you to celebrate the grace of God upon my 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 papa it is amazing. I've stayed under graces, but to be able to be prophesying every day for 21 days, then you are more you are you are beyond prophetic. Maybe you are not a prophet, so you, you won't understand. <laughs> Jesus and it is amazing amazing i think this month um i've missed papa says um mega one word the first one he did i missed it because of church activities and i think monday to i might miss it because of church activities but uh, i will still do what i have to do in order to connect to the blessings that will be coming. Oh, it didn't come on. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know because um, I have an assignment in church. Because of that, I cannot absent myself from church. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. Yes. Uh, I play a certain assignment in church, so because of that, I cannot absent myself from church. I have to be in church even if I'm dying. Yeah, so that's, that's the most important part. Yeah. So uh, I think we, we will... Oh, I'm not dying. I'm very strong by girls grace. Yeah. Yes. I'm very strong by God's grace. So um God willing, um then on Tuesday, I can't do the same day Papa is doing his program. Am I talking to you? It does not show honor. Am I talking to you? It does not show honor. So I will do it a day before when papa finishes his mega one word then the following day that will be on a tuesday please on that tuesday we are all coming to put bill please let's make the announcement the reason why i like doing my prophetic investigations on zoom is because of a lot of reasons number one i don't want to do the same thing papa does on put and I'll also be doing it. Am I talking to me? I have an understanding when it comes to ministry. 
enti baby am me papa egro ko no me nko ho bi asem na me ka no otie eh enti se wo papa e frɛ wo ba me me enti me frɛ wo ba asem na me ka no otie maybe some of you you don't understand ministry when you submit to somebody as a father everything is him not you asamna me cannot hear aha so if papa calls you a son i cannot call you a son what i have to call you is a brother i don't know whether you get what i'm trying to say aso bi mo vive no kurene maka no sa no I can't call you a son. I, I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. Uh, yeah, so that that's that's the truth. I I can't call you because I understand protocols in the spirit. So the truth of the matter is that what he does, I cannot do the same thing on Podbe. So probably I'm I'm still figuring what to do. If I found out that Podbean will not help us, then we will need to switch to Zoom in the afternoon. Am I talking to you on the Tuesday? Then we will have to switch to Zoom in the afternoon so that we can do it there. Am I talking to you? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, amen. Yes, so. Let's all prepare ourselves towards Tuesday, even for our our prophetic investigation. I'm making the announcement, and uh, the Zoom account you will know. Huh? You will know, Kura. It's simple. If only you are on the pages and you join the Zoom, the same link you join the Zoom with. That is the same link. Uh, so. If you joined our Zoom last month, was it last month or this month? If you joined our Zoom, is it this month? So the same link we used, that might be the same link we will use. Is this month? Okay. So that is the same link we are using. So um, you've not joined some before. Okay. Yes. God bless you. We, we 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 all have to understand this and let's prepare our hearts for it amen 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 god bless you god bless you la dove lesco maria demona sale dovre nemo sale bretan angrasa la cotes querebola bereseta malasilonias lesalando fresche palatias Lift up your voice, begin to bless the name of the Lord wherever you are. Epaladana kovelu zevela dibala gata basaya. Leto vrente naskila kota nisteritae. Ligretes kovrete malakita skerepolatinas. Zele dila kovrete nekruvinasila kruteske baranas. Erite mansabrantala kutele molasaya. In the mighty name of Jesus. We give you all the glory. Father, we ask that this morning you glorify yourself. 
in jesus mighty name amen adam uh, um the lord bless you so much jephthah don't pray the lord bless you uh say fasting and prayers when you better than that, they will feel. What? Also, more here, cry. More here. Okay, don't worry, sir. Okay, you are you are you are in Accra now. Okay, that's beautiful. Accra, dear sir, for. The car said, Accra, yes, Accra, they quite entertain. Church. And maybe visited Cape Coast for three times because of Papa said. Now, church, when I visited it for the first time, I got angry. my legs was not touching the ground because they have put bags under the seats church Moja Jinemua Mayaka Kraka. Mintimini nine in Frim Pabuanum. Benai says they walk for more than five to six hours. Really? Jesus. So if I tell you I don't like traveling by bus. You don't know the experiences I've gone through in through buses. That's why I told you I don't like traveling by bus. It's serious. And I heard when you get there, you have to continue to Takradi. They said it is also about two hours or something. Is it, is it true? They say it's about two or three hours to Takradi. It's almost two, another two hours. Oh, my father, help me. I remember when I got there. Do you know what Papa said? Actually, <laughs> Papa said, said also, I hope everything is okay. <laughs> And I said, okay, <laughs> Papa, in fact, it is not okay, <laughs> but I'm fine. So also, I understand the, the, the road, the road is far. Then he said, why didn't you take flight? And I said, do they take flight to Cape Coast? Do they take flight? Then he said, no, you have to go to Takradi first. Then you, you have to drive two hours. 
to this place. Then he said, ah, that one is better. Anamibwa. Mm. That one is better. So you have to fly to Tadi. Then you take a bus or whatever you used to. That one is better. Oh no, that my experience. Hmm. I have a lot of experiences in buses. The second, the first time my legs was hanging because I couldn't get, oh, where I was seated was packed with bus. My second experience actually came. Whilst I, I said I won't sit in a bus, I was sitting in this um, the, the one that looks like a sprinter, the one that looks more like an oven type, I will sit in that one. Church, when I sat in that one, although it was moving in a fast pace, though, but the kind of things I smelled in the car, I couldn't sense any spiritual thing. Church, Kusia, Pano, Ei, Mako, Jenny. By the time I go to Cape Coast, I smell like Mankesi Market. I said, oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I smelled like Mankesi Market because that the seat I, I draw, the last part that killed me was a certain good. That's the, that's the last part. <laughs> Church. And the good is the, the male good, the, the apapo one. And they've positioned the head of the goat at where I was seated. And I have. Me and me see you church. Manumi Hose asked me to keep close. The experience is oh, I have some. Hey, this God, eh? But the Lord will help us. If the Lord will help us, oh, may God bless us. May God bless us. But my last experience that I've not gone to Cape Coast again, that one, I don't know whether it was the woman or the child. Every three seconds, I will smell an aroma. By the time the aroma comes, everything will be there.
Adi Acha 30 minutes. Me buy it Church. I now realize that this life is not easy. May God deliver us from poverty in the name of Jesus. I said, may the Lord deliver us from poverty in the name of Jesus. May the Lord deliver us from poverty in the... I'm telling you, poverty is a bastard. I'm telling you, if you don't know, Poverty is a bastard. If you don't know, one of the things you need to fight against the power in your life is called poverty. The Lord will help us in Jesus' mighty name. So, Nanaya, don't worry. Um, when you call me, I will know what we will do. Is that clear? Okay. Very young, but but God will help us. Amen. Amen. So we give God the glory. I, 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 I will come. Don't worry. I will come and I come and do things for the child. Okay? Don't worry. Amen. The Lord bless you. And may the Lord favor you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. So we give God the glory. This morning, and I actually want to talk about the kingdom, and I want to explain the matters of the kingdom unto you people, and I will tell you how the kingdom thinks and how we think it is different. Am I, am I talking to people at all? There is a, a way people in the kingdom. When I talk about the kingdom, I'm talking about the kingdom of God. Am I talking to you? There is a way a kingdom person must be thinking. And there is a way an earthly person must be thinking. And this particular truth has actually helped some of us till now. And it is still helping us. And by the help of the spirit, I want to try my best to be able to 
explain just a dimension of the kingdom unto you for you to really understand it. Um, am, I, am I talking to you now? For you to really understand it. Eh, somebody made a statement. Let me counter that statement. Let me read it. If I don't read it, the person will think I didn't read it. Life is easy. We make it complicated. Jesus taught us to love God and love their neighbors as themselves. Love and compassion is at the heart of Christianity and continue to inspire people today. That's beautiful. Can we clap our hands for Tick Radio? That's beautiful. I mean, shout out. Now, let me continue by saying that the matters of the kingdom is with principles and is with precepts that we need to follow. If we don't follow those principles and we don't follow the precepts of the kingdom, we will end up deviating, thinking we are following the Lord, thinking we are following his kingdom. But if we are not careful, we might end up deviating even from the very agenda of God concerning our life. The primary anchor of the kingdom is actually... So, the primary example of the kingdom that we all have to understand is simple. (laughs) Oh, help me, Holy Spirit. The first primary example of the kingdom is called God's glory. The second language of the kingdom is called love. But I'm not talking about love. I'm actually talking about God's glory. One of the things we have to understand is that everything about the kingdom is to exhibit a dimension of God in it. And that dimension of God is called his glory. Am I talking to somebody? Everything about the kingdom Okay, let me bring it to Ghana right now. Everything about the Asante kingdom is to glorify who? Everything about his kingdom is to glorify who? The man sitting on the throne. Is it not true? The Asante kingdom. Whether he's the one doing it or he's not the one doing it, so so far as you are under his jurisdiction, whatever you do, whether good or bad, is actually bringing a dimension of glory onto him who is sitting on the throne. So apply those who are also in the kingdom of God. Those who are in the kingdom of God, there is something we need to understand. 
whatever we do in this Christian life is actually exhibiting a dimension of glory unto the maker or unto the father. So whatever you do, whether good or bad, it is actually speaking volume of the one seated on the throne and the one that established the kingdom. So, if you look at your life right now, are you bringing glory unto the Father or you are bringing shame unto the Father? Because the lifestyle you live also speaks of you glorifying the Lord. Am I talking to you? So it is very important for you to understand. If you are supposed to live a life, do something that will show or present a form of glory unto the Father, then you need to understand that whatever you are doing on earth, whether for your family, whether for your children, whether for the business, whether for the company, it might look actually, but in the realm of the spirit, Everything you are doing is actually glorifying the Father who is in heaven. Okay. Let me now start by releasing scriptures so that we can learn. Isaiah 43, the verse 7. Holy Ghost, help me. Isaiah 43, the verse 7. I'm about to teach something very simple. Then we will all flow. Isaiah 43, the verse 7. It said, Bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. Did you hear that? <laughs> this is God speaking. He said, Bring everything to the Lord. Because he is the one that created them and he created them for his glory. Can you imagine? It means that trees are actually for God's glory. Wing is for God's glory. Animals are for God's glory. Human beings are for God's glory. It means that everything God created through man or through himself, Whatever he created through man or through himself, it is made for his glory, not for our glory. Did you hear that? Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and whom I made. He said, even everyone that is called by my name, for I have created him for my glory, and I formed him, yea, I have made him. He said, bring back everyone who belongs to me. Have you seen it now? Bring back everyone who belongs to me. He said, I created them. So that they will bring honor to me. I made them who they are. Yes, I made them. It means that the God we serve actually deserve a certain dimension of glory or honor. And the reason why he deserves it is because he was the one that made it. So whatever God made on this earth is actually glorifying him, not glorifying itself. So whatever is glorifying itself has actually lost the mark. Oh, you don't get what I'm trying to say. Whatever on earth is glorifying itself has actually lost the mark. 
because everything on this earth is supposed to glorify the Father. <laughs> oh, I wish you can hear me. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Everything that God created is actually to glorify the Father. It's supposed to bring a dimension of honor unto Him, not unto itself. Man may look beautiful, you may look very shaped. You may look very intelligent. You may look very eloquent. You may look very spiritual. You may look very monified. You may look very glorious. You may look very, you know, you know, excellent in everything you do. But whatever you do, it is not for you. It is for his glory. It means that whatever I have today or what I'm about to achieve, it does not belong to me. It belongs to the father who made it. Why? Because my life is actually a dimension of his glory. My business is a dimension of his glory. My marriage is a dimension of his glory. My, 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 my family is a dimension of his glory. Nanaya, do you know that your child that you have just given birth to is a dimension of God's glory? So there is nobody who can testify that he is the one who is the custodian of his life. There is nobody who can stand anywhere and boast and say that I have achieved everything even for my strength. It is an error. Anytime a man begins to speak like that, we know one thing has entered the man. It is called pride. Am I talking to you? It is called pride. It means that pride has actually entered into the man. And anyone pride enters to, you become an enemy of God. Because pride will actually will not allow you to give glory unto the Father, but will allow you to give glory to yourself. Am I talking to you? That is what pride does. Pride will, will not allow you to give glory even to God, but you will give glory to yourself. So when you read the Bible carefully, you will see that there are many people, according by scripture, that the Lord killed and the Lord punished because of their pride. Nebuchadnezzar, why did the Lord punish Nebuchadnezzar? Pride. Why did the Lord punish Pharaoh? Pride. Why did the Lord punish the devil? Pride. Have you seen it? So, if you read the Bible, you will see that the Bible is speaking and the Bible said, For God gives grace even to the humble, but he resists the proud. God, he will give grace even to the humble, but to those who are proud, he resists them because the, the first enemy of God is not Satan. The first enemy of God is called pride.
Did you hear what I just said? I. The first enemy of God is not called Satan. The first enemy of God is called pride. And because of that pride, if you are not careful, when you allow, do you know what destroys Satan? It was pride. Well, read, read, read Ezekiel. You will see that the, re, the reason why Satan fell was because of pride. Pride entered into him. So it means that the enemy of God is not Satan. The enemy of God is called pride. Oh, I don't know whether I'm actually preaching. God is called pride. I until you say Jamaine and Yankopon Tanfo and Yamine. So one day in the Bible, the Bible said, A man woke up and said, My soul, <laughs> you know, rejoice and eat. For all that I have gotten, I've gotten it through by my might. And the Bible said that night, the Lord said unto him, Thou fool. Oh, oh. Oh, that was the first time God had to insult a man. That was the first time God had to insult a man. Thou fool. Thou fool. Today I will require of your soul from thee and we will see what will happen to all that you have. Let's see. There are many of us you've traveled today and you've stopped following the Lord. Most of you, when you didn't have any visa, you were praying as never before. You fellowship, you read your Bible as never before. But as soon as you got visa, you don't even know God again. As soon as you travel, there is nothing about God as a priority in your heart. Hey, be careful. You've forgotten that everything on this life is as a result of God's glory. When, do you, when you didn't have a beloved, look at how you were acting. Look at how you were fine with God. Look at how you were behaving with God. But as soon as God gave you a man, God gave you marriage, you started acting as if there is nothing like God. You became so proudful of yourself that you think you achieved everything by your own beauty and by your own intelligence. Anybody who is proud actually does not think that he got whatever he got out of help. I'm telling you. proud things that whatever he achieved is not achieved by anybody's help that is a proud person's mindset so he thinks that nobody helped me on this earth to get what i am getting who told you have you forgotten what isaiah said in isaiah 43 7 that everything was made by god and for god and because of that it should bring glory unto him we should bring back everything. Do you know why? Everyone, everything. We should bring it to bring honor unto him. Why? Because anything that you achieve, anything that you have, is to bring glory unto the Lord. 
Mommy. I'm about, I'm, 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 am I, am I, am I at least doing small, small? Am I, am I doing small, small? I'm, I'm telling you, everything is to bring glory unto the Lord. I, one day, Nebuchadnezzar was walking around his balcony. And when he was walking around the balcony and around the gallery, he found out. He was looking at the splendor of his kingdom, then he started bragging. Ah! All these kingdoms have been given unto me. I have gained this kingdom by my strength and my intelligence. As he was talking, the watchers got angry. Do you know the watchers? The watchers are actually the custodians of God that stands even in the, in, 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 in the, in the, uh, I don't want to use big terms, that stands in the universe in order to control the affairs of God and man at the same time. They are called the watchers. They are special angels made by God. And these watchers stands everywhere. Some of them are in earth, some of them are in the galaxies. Those watchers are actually their custodians of galaxies. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. They are custodians of galaxies. So you see, Mercury, it has an angel. <laughs> Jupiter, it has an angel. They are called watchers. They watch over the affairs of God and the affairs of men on earth and in heaven. They make sure that the assignment of God is fulfilled in a man's life. They are the one that guards and makes sure that the enemy does not penetrate in order to do any bad thing. I don't know whether you get it. They are called watchers. The Bible said that at, as Nebuchadnezzar was bragging and was talking, the watchers made a decree. He said, this is the decree by the watchers that men shall know that the living God is the true and the one and the most powerful among all beings. Because of that, you Nebuchadnezzar, we will drive you from men because you think that all this kingdom belongs to you. We will make you like an animal so that you will know that this life does not belong to you. You are like nothing before God. And they made me Nebuchadnezzar jump from his, his, his gallery onto the ground and entered into the bush to become like an animal. Right. One of the things you need to deal with in this life if you don't want to become an enemy of God, it's called pride. Angels even hate people who are pride. Angels. Watch how you talk and watch how you think. Because pride is generated from two streams. Number one, through your words. Number two, through your thoughts. You don't get what I'm trying to say. Pride is generated through two streams. Number one, through your words. And number two, through your thoughts. Be careful. So, one day, Paul was teaching the Corinth church. <laughs> Paul was teaching the Corinth church. And Paul told them, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, 31. In 1 Corinthians, in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, the verse 31. Paul 
was teaching the Corinth church and Paul told them that in everything that you do, whether eating or drinking, mm. do it for the glory of the Lord. Did you hear that? This is beautiful. <laughs> it said, whatever you are doing, have you seen the word? Whatever means whatever. Whatever means anything. Anything means everything. Everything means me. <laughs> it said, whatever you are doing, show that God is great. Have you seen it? It does not show you are great. Oh. That is the understanding I want you to have. Whatever you are doing shows that number one, God is great. And not you are great. So if you can walk and you are, your bottles is shaking, it does not mean you have nice soft bottles. It means that God is actually great. If you can drive now and you have a car key, it does not mean you are actually successful. It means that God is actually great. Whatever you are doing today, understand this mindset from today that it is God who actually brought you to that far. He said, whether you are eating or drinking, he said, whatever you do, do it all. Have you seen it now? Do it all for the glorification of God. You don't get what I just said. Do it to glorify God. Everything that you do, do it to glorify God. Let God be the center of everything. It means that when I'm eating, hey, church. Imagine I'm eating jollof right now. He said, as I'm eating, I should think in my mind that it is God's glory. I got this jollof not because I have worked. I got this jollof because he has shown me his glory. He has shown me his greatness in my life. So I have to return all the glory unto him. Because as I'm eating jollof now, somebody is crying of hunger in Haiti. Somebody is crying of hunger in Somalia. Somebody is crying of hunger in Chad. So if I can get water to drink, I should give glory unto the Father because somebody is suffering out of water. Oh, you don't get it. Oh, oh, I wish it looks like I'm preaching to myself. Whether I'm eating or I'm drinking, I need to have this understanding within me that it is all about showing glory unto the Father. One day, Paul was teaching the Corinth church and Paul said, do you know what? I am what I am because of the grace of God. 
That is what Paul said. I am what I am because of the grace of God. This is a man that understands the dimension of the kingdom and understands that everything that maketh a man to succeed on earth is not as a result of the hard work of the man. It's as a result that God has shown the person grace and God has shown the person mercy. So, when you read the Bible, the Bible said that it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but it is the Lord that shows mercy. It is not about the effort. It is not about your desires. It is about God saying that I want to show my servant mercy. So, if I can talk and preach today, it's not because I've learned the word of God. If I can preach today, it's as a result that God has decided to show me a dimension of his grace. And there is no way I should be boastful of what I carry because it was given to, to me by God. And so whatever I do, I have to give him the glory back. Also, if I can prophesy, it is not my doing. It is for his glory. So there is no way I should come. You know, some people, we, you know, they're, 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 let me tell you. The Bible said there are many times that Jesus did a miracle and people wanted to come and carry him. And the Bible said when he perceived their heart, he ran away. Other versions say he vanished. Other versions say they didn't see him. Check the Bible. Do you know why? Because men always want to give glory unto somebody that brings a dimension of something they don't see. I don't know whether you get it. So, when you are able to do something, they wanted to make him king. He vanished. He vanished. He disappeared from the Amis. Why? Because he never wanted to take the glory for himself. When you see somebody prophesying, it looks like the whole world is in his house. When you see somebody prophesy, it looks like the whole world is in his pocket. It's a dimension that God has given to you. What you have to do as a man is that any glory a man gives to you, return all the glory unto the Father because it is not for you. I don't know whether you, you tell me. Uh -huh. So at the end of the day, you would lift up your hands and say, Father, take all the glory. Every praise that I have received is as for your ability that I received that praise. Take it back. Every dimension of blessing I have received, it is as a result of your blessings and it's as a result of your mercy. Father, take back the glory. When will we come to this dimension of understanding? You think everything is achieved by your, 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 yourself? No. It is actually by the dimension of God's glory. There are some people up to now, they are looking for just one, one drop of semen. One drop to fertilize the egg. Let <laughs> see. One drop of semen, it is not dropping. The dropping is not dropping. Am I talking to you? 
you, you, have, you have gotten the chance and God is giving you children and you are complaining. Hey! Can't you see it is a... Listen, some of you, eh? You don't, you, you don't know the value of life until you die. <laughs> you don't get what I'm trying to see. If you don't understand the value of life, die and see. You will see the importance of you living. I say you will see the importance of you living. You 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 will you will see them. You will see them. Go and look at those who are there. They wish they can come back and correct certain errors. Go and look at them. Go to dimensions of certain countries like America and see. People can sell whatever they have, their glory, just for fame. They want to be popular on earth. That is it. So they have sold everything to the devil and now the devil has given them fame. Which cannot last for eternity. It lasts for your time space. So if you are supposed to live 20 years, you just have fame for 20 years, then you die. So you see a young child having billions of dollars in the room and be throwing the billions away and be doing video. That is the fame. Two days later, cancer, the person died. So what is it about money? If the dimension of the money is not actually glorifying God, am I trying to say? Remember, the Bible said in Isaiah 43, 7, that everything I've called by my name, anything that I have called by my name, it means that whatever a man does, if it must receive the glory of God, it must have the name of God attached to it. Everything that a man does must have the name of God attached to it. So, what am I trying to say? I want to now quickly tell you some of the ways we can glorify God. Number one, the first way we can glorify God is through our body. Shout my body. I want you to holler my body. Ow. Do you know that your body is actually a dimension of God's glory? Eh. It's a dimension of God's glory. And because of that, this body is to glorify God. What are you using the body for? A dear, me a real. And don't go on. You see, A, A is saying. What? I'm telling you. It means, that, listen, listen, listen to me. Whatever you do with this body right now, you can testify to yourself. You can judge this matter right now. With this, your physical body, does it glorify God? I 
no, 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 I want to know. This your physical body right now. Do you think that this your physical body, you are using it to glorify God? Let us be frank to ourselves. Most of us, we have forgotten that the body we have was not created by our mother. The body we have was formed and crafted by God himself into our mother's womb. Nanka, scientifically, which or where was it written that in science, blood, do you know a semen, semen is actually blood? Do you know that? Huh? Semen, do you know it is actually blood? Uh, please, do you know that? And I'm semen now, make an amount, yes, spams, spams. 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 <laughs> Do you know that it is actually blood? Yeah, it is blood. Uh. Some of you, I don't know which school you went. Yeah, there is a dimension of blood that comes to form through that. I, I don't know whether you get it. There is a dimension of some of us, those of us who didn't go to school, we know certain things that are Yes, Dr. Aaron is giving us a scientific order of the day. Dr. Aaron said that you should have to put a semen in a cup and you put it under the sun for some time. You go back, it will turn to blood. This is Dr. Aaron. The Lord bless you. It's blood. This semen you see, that looks like a, 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 a cocoa powder. It is actually blood. But have you asked yourself, when in the life or in our reading, did it say that blood actually can form a teeth? That blood can form eyes. That blood can form... Muja aforme esse. Blood has formed, <laughs> you don't get what I'm trying to say. Blood has formed um, 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 teeth. It has formed head. It has formed nose. Blood, just blood. It has formed ears. Blood. -o. It has formed genital organs. It has formed legs. It has formed fingernails and fingers. Blood. Hey! That means there is something beyond the blood we cannot describe by science. Am I talking to you? There is something beyond the blood we cannot describe by science. 
And because of that, the God that formed this body through the blood and brought you to your, from your mother's womb and you came to this earth, you need to have an understanding that this body, this body didn't come out for its own sake. This body came to glorify God. Let me show you a scripture. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and 20. Let me show you something. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 19 and 20. Verse 19 and 20. Look at something. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself. For God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. Other version says that you must honor God. You must glorify God with your body. This is NLT. You can give me other translations. So it means that this body that we have, it is not for you. You were bought with it. Somebody bought that. Have you seen it? He said, you, you were God's expensive pictures. It means a radito body. Unti se kanta mountu maketo. Uyini lo nuwa shena. Enye fine finish, fine finish. Babwa on babwa. Babwa kanaba. Babwa babwa kanaba. Ten cities. Enye nuwa. You were, you were God's expensive patient. Everything that God has ever bought on this earth. Hmm? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Whatever God has bought on this earth. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me? Hello? Okay. Whatever God has bought on this earth. You are the most expensive of all. Yes. You are the most expensive of all. And the way you look so cheap, you know. You know, you You can't buy fried rice. Fried rice. I mean, can you see, you know, send a bear and yet the fried rice, fried rice, fried rice, pizza, pizza. Somebody who is the most expensive commodity of God, the most expensive purchase, they use pizza. Indomie, 100 CDs, 200 CDs, KFC, restaurant. Fufu, Banku, please. Londi will give me some of your local food. Somebody said, Brother Easy, Chairman, let me preach it like that. Because some of us, we don't know the value we carry before the Lord. You are the most expensive purchase of God. Adia. Ne board denier radia top powers as he so ewa unim the other toy or no aneba.
He bought you with his own son. And the blood of the son, he used it to, 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 to buy you. The most expensive purchase of God. To retrieve this body. And now, you brought this body and you are selling it for 100 cities. You are selling it for 200 cities. A boy gave you just 1,000 Ghana. You opened your leg. 1,000 cities. So now, your body wealth 1,000. Shame on to you. If you won't say amen, cry, I carry you. Your body wears thousand. You are such a darling. You are such a darling. Let just say very old. This week or very old. No, no. You are such a darling. Oh, darling, baby, darling, baby. I've I've never seen somebody like you before. That is why I love you. This weekend, shall I come home and cook something for you? Or the nohokoji jamai. Then he said, glorify God, even with your body. Glorify God. Have you seen it now? He didn't say sell it. He said glorify. Please bring the scripture. It looks like I'm talking by my own. Bring the scripture. La. Glorify God. Then with your body, don't sell it. Glorify God with it. For ye are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. It, is, it does not belong to you. It belongs to somebody. What are you doing to this, your body? Instead of you to be using this body to glorify God, you are using something to be choking your, yourself. Is that, mm, Papa, I'm masturbating. I feel like doing that. Why do you We preach like this because we want to create awareness in your soul and in your spirit. I know the number will never increase. That one I know already. If it was prophecy, 80 by now. Because this one, you will never invite somebody to come and listen. If it was prophecy, you will not know where they will all come from. I don't know somebody secretly invites them. You see that the antennas will just pump, 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 and they will be entering. Yes, you are a prophet. In fact, you are a shake the rent. I will shake a ye, so bolo. I will shake so bolo. we don't understand this if you don't understand that this body does not belong to you so you cannot do anything you want to do with it I don't know whether you get it you cannot do anything you want to do with it and go score free this is why most of you, you will give an account to whatever you do with this body if you don't want to listen to this in, in the very day you will tell God about what you use the body to do God allows us to create awareness like this for you to understand that even if you are forgotten, 
that this body is not, it does not belong to you. Even if you have forgotten that this body does not belong to you. Huh? 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 Like if you have forgotten that this body belongs to you, I want to create the awareness again. It, does, it is not your body. It is somebody who gave you that body. Because of small bottles that you have gotten, every man must fall before you. Because of small breasts that God has given to you, every man must bow. Because of shaking that God has given every man must fall because, be very careful. You are using what you carry in order to lure people to hell. In order to cause people to enter into wrong destinations in their life. You go and meet God. He said, Jesus was speaking and Jesus said, anybody that causes one of my little ones to sin, it is better for the person to tie a milestone on the neck and throw himself into the sea. Did you hear what Jesus said? Uh, anyone that causes one of my little ones to sin, it is better you tie a milestone on your neck and jump into the sea and enter into the deepest part of the sea and die. It is better. Because you don't know. Am I talking to you? You don't know that your life. Am I am I communicating? You don't know that this life that you carry, the body you carry, it is not for you. It was bought by somebody. And the person that bought it requires you to use the body for something. He said, use the body to glorify me. It means that this your body has his name on it. So anything you are doing, make sure that it gives glory to me. It gives honor unto me. Now check your life right now. Does your body bring glory unto the Lord? Check your life right now. Does your body bring glory to the Lord? Does your ministry bring glory to the Lord? Does the talent and the gift you have bring glory to the Lord? Think about this. I want you to think about this. Does it? Does it? Oh, mighty Father. Does it bring glory to the Lord? Does it? The little exposure God has given to you, the little connections God has given to you, do you use it to give glory unto the Lord? No. Look at your life. The very eyes God has given to you. And it is you call it sexy eyes. Now you are using the eye for pornography. 
enti eni a nyankopon de hwe adasaman ah the very eyes god will look through it to look at others and say oh this is my daughter this is also my son yes i can see don b i can see mami fosi i can see manuel junior i can see a a son of grace i can see that that very eyes god can look through it to see others i can see jeshron i can see abena adepa that very eyes have you seen what you are using it to watch polo the eyes that you are supposed to use to glorify god you are using it to watch something that is bringing dishonor unto the lord you call it it is normal you think that this body belongs to you so you are doing whatever you want to do per your own feeling and you like it you go and meet the one that gave you that body when you meet him obakwe mese obete you go and meet him Let me push further. It looks like the place looks like everybody is angry. But I'm preaching the mind of God. Number 2. You glorify God through your lifestyle. <laughs> hey, this one there, I know I'll get problem there. You glorify God through what? Your lifestyle. The first one I said through what? Your body. Number 2, through your lifestyle. If you don't like lifestyle, write this. Maybe lifestyle, the spellings are, are more. You just write this. Through your lifestyle. When I'm preaching like this, there are people, they will never comment, but they are listening. Let me read uh, Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5 let's start from verse 14 to 16 Matthew chapter 5 the verse 14 to 16 Oh I'm waiting Have you forgotten the scripture please bring it all of them have attached scripture to because i want to teach you are the light of the world mhm 14 to 16 he said you are the light of the world like a city on a on a on a hill top that cannot be hidden he said no one lights up a lamp and put it under a basket instead a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house is in the same way let your good deeds <laughs> did you hear that 
<laughs> Did you hear that? Let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your Father in heaven. I don't like the word praise. I want the one that says that so that everybody will glorify your Father in heaven. That is the version I want. Aha, uh -huh. King James. Good. The last verse, 16. Let your light so shine before men. Not behind men. Uh -huh. Not behind men, but before men. Let your light shine before men, not behind men. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Mm -hmm. Did you see that? Church, did you see that? I'm asking. Did you see that? Okay, that's beautiful. Let men see. No, don't hide. We don't have lifestyle. Is that Papa? Hey, Christianity is in the hearts. Christosum awakumum awakumum awosum wasum newo wasum enya wasum. Let your deeds shine before men. Who say awakumum? Let it shine. Let the light shine before them. Let them see it. They are the one glorifying God because of you. It is men that is giving glory because of your life. So which heart is it in? Have you forgotten that the abundance of the heart, the man speakers? So which heart is that? Let your Life shine before men. That is what the Bible is saying. Not behind them. Don't hide it. You don't hide your Christian life. I don't want my friends to know I'm a Christian. Shame on to you. I don't want them to see that I can pray in tongues. Shame on to you. I don't want them to know that I can read my Bible. Shame on to you. My God. 
let your light shine before men that they may see and now glorify your father which is in heaven let them see it stop hiding and stop living fake life live a life that will glorify God There are a lot of people who are now called Christians. It's all about pretense. It's all about pretending to be self-righteous. They, they are not. Pretending to be prayerful. They are not. Pretending to be fasting. They are not. I know Papa said, said uh, last week, Wednesday to Friday or something. We are fasting. Some people will say, yes, I fasted, Papa. <laughs> to the glory of the Lord, the way I was fasting. Hey, God bless you. This man of God, you are so sweet. There is no other man of God on Podbean that is like you. You are so genuine and clean. God bless you. Nyachum. Nyachum. No, nyachum. You don't like the word of God. If you didn't say amen, I am Pharaoh. If if you will not say amen, I don't care. Let your good deeds shine before men that they may see and give glory unto the Lord. Let your life, let your lifestyle, let everything you exhibit on earth. Let it so appear before men that anyone that will see it will know that this is actually for God's glory. At your workplace, at your workplace, at your workplace, your life is bringing glory to the Lord. At church, your life is bringing glory to the Lord. There are many of us, because of us, some of us have stopped church. Shame unto you. Somebody has stopped church because of you and you are happy. I know somebody will say, yesterday was it not this man of God who, who was prophesying like that? It is me. Why? Did, did you dream going to hell? I didn't dream going to hell. That is actually the way I preach. You just came to meet the prophetic. You didn't come to meet the way I preach. Today you've met the way I preach. So this is how I preach. <laughs> Let your life shine before men. That they may see and give glory unto your father. Lonely way, let your light shine in that office. Let your light shine in that your house. It is not everything that is good that people are doing that you are supposed to do. So, am I talking to you? There is a way we can live without saying anything. People can even call us. 
pastors and women of God. Is it not true? There is a way we can live without even talking. People can even start calling us men of God and women of God without us preaching. Because it is not everything we do some. No. Your life must be a perfect example. One day, Paul was talking to Timothy and said, Timothy, my son, you know what? Be an example to the brethren in deed and in word. In conduct as well. Be an example to the brethren. In deed and in word and in conduct, be an example unto them. Let your life be an example that when you are talking, people will know that this is Christ talking out of you. He said, let no man despise thy youth. He said, but be thou an example of the believers. He said, in word, number one. In conversation, number two. In charity, it means love. In spirit, in faith, and in purity. <coughs> Sorry. Can you hear me? Be an example. Have you seen it now? Be an example. Let your life, everywhere you find yourself, let your life so speak of you that anyone that will cite you without even you opening your mouth will start thanking God for you. He said, be an example to all the believers in what you say. Have you seen it? Be very careful. Some of you, the way you talk is very bad as a Christian. When somebody, you, when somebody say anything, you, you give the person bars. Who be too for man is seeing. One day I was in a meeting, and whilst we were in the meeting, a lady talked, and I said, "This is the reason why you are not married." I just said it in my mind, and this I just said it like that. We were in a meeting, and as we were talking. The man of God was allowed asking people questions. And the man of God asked a lady question, a, a certain lady question. And said, me, look at, sorry, I'm lonely way I will translate this in English for you. This is what the woman, look at nonsense. But ウンティミオビアンワロウダウベギセマブウキアマメンカメクレンジラオオカセヤディアディンボネエワリアンカセセンカビマワレアジャセディトゥアジャセディトゥアジャセディトゥアジャセディトゥアジャセディトゥアジ
in Proverbs. The Bible said a fool, when he keeps quiet, he seems as a wise person. A fool. Go and read the Bible in Proverbs. It said when a fool keeps quiet, he seems as a wise person. It means that it is not everything you say. Keep, learn how to keep quiet. It is not every time that you are angry that you want to express yourself and tell your mind. Wise people don't do that. Today the, the message is not nice. Uh, fire prayer. Are you think? Do you think it is because of the message that nobody is typing, or the network is not good? The message, eh? okay. No, it's not everything. You, wise people don't do that. It's not everything you say your mind. There be, be very careful. He said, "When even, even a fool, a fool who keeps silent is considered wise." Have you seen it now? I, a fool who keeps quiet is considered not wise. Ah. It's not everything you say. Choose your words very carefully. Be an example to the believers in what you say, in what you do. If you talk about giving, if you talk about giving, if the Bible talks about giving, be an example to everybody. Be a giver. Let me tell you the secret of giving. Can I say this? Huh? Never give thinking of getting a return. I'm telling you the secret of giving. I'm telling you. Never give thinking of getting a return. If it is to glorify God, am I talking to you? If it is to glorify God, do it to glorify God. Don't do it. It is the God you are glorifying that will later bless you. But if you are requiring something like a return, you'll be disappointed. Because that is why there are some of you, you've done good to certain men. And you expected them to return some kind of favor to you. They didn't return it. So you see them that they are evil. Is it not true? Is it not true? Because actually you were not doing the thing. Even to glorify God. You were doing it for a selfish gain. Maybe you wanted people to know. You wanted popularity. You wanted, I don't know whether you get it. Uh, so you are not doing anything to glorify God. Yes. Whatever does not glorify God does not attract his blessing. <laughs> Let me tell you now. Whatever does not glorify God does not attract his blessing. If my prayer, the motive behind my prayer is not to glorify God, it can never attract his blessing. Can I say it again? Can you hear me? If my motive of doing something is not attached to the name of God, 
it does not bring the hand of God in my life. It means, whilst I'm in church and I'm praying, if in my mindset, I'm praying in tongues and acting like this because I want people to know that me too, I can pray in tongues. It actually will be like I just do, I'm doing a natural thing. There is nothing like a blessing that will come from the Father. But if I'm doing something and in the name of I'm doing it to thank God or to glorify God, it is actually the one that God can bring his blessing into my life. That is why there are some of us who have given and we have not received. There are some of us who have done good and the good have not yielded any harvest to us because most of us, we did it and we didn't do it to glorify God. We did it to glorify ourselves and to glorify men. I'm telling you. That is why motives are very important. If you don't know, the first thing God will judge, it is called motives. The first thing that God will judge on earth, it is called motives. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh. Have you forgotten at the end? Many people will come to me and say, Lord, Lord, we prophesied in your name. We, we casted demons out of your, with your name. We healed the sick with your name. And God will tell them, depart from me. You workers of iniquity, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. Why? Because of motives. They are prophesying. What is the motive of the prophesying? The prophetic gift and the grace they are seeking for, jumping from one prophet to the other, what is the motive? (laughs) Is it to bring glory unto the Father? Or is it for earthly fame and gain. Talk to me now. What is it? So you will see that there are many of us we are doing things and we are not getting answers because the motive behind what we are rather praying for is bad. I Somebody wants to travel not because he wants to go and make it so that number one, he can establish the kingdom of God. He can help support the work of God. He can build, you know, missionary, you know, works and buy buses for churches to do. No, 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 no. The person wants to travel because the person also wants to see Miami Beach. Also go and enjoy the sun. Also go and wear bikini and bikini and zikini and be walking around town. And so that you'll be walking around fresh air and be saying, yes, me too, I'm in London, London. You will go and you will be struggling. If your motive about everything is not about God, you will end up killing yourself. You will see that you'll be doing work beyond your own strength 
Why? Because the motive of what you gain or the motive of what you want to gain, that there is nothing like God connected to it. What is the reason you want to marry? <laughs> I want to marry so that my ex will know that I am not a wasted being. You cannot dump me and think that you are going Scott Cray. I'm married so that I will show him that he is not also anything. God has blessed me with a better man. That is why you are married. Shame on to you. What is the essence of you giving birth? Am I talking to you? What is the essence of you giving birth? Are you giving birth because you want to show that you are fertile? Or are you giving birth because you want to raise generous for God? Imagine two people praying. One says, I want to give birth. The other says, Lord, give me a child and I'll give the child to do your work. If you are God, which of them will you listen to? asking a simple question if you are God which of them will you listen to can you hear me can you hear me if you are God which of them will you listen to the second one right <laughs> have you seen how you have been able to answer it simply so that is how our prayers are weighed based on our motive I'm telling you now, I'm teaching you something today. If you don't change your mindset and your motives about many things, it will not bring a blessing to you. One day, I told God I wanted to build. And I, God asked me like, a question dropped into my spirit. Like, why do you want to have a house? And I told God, God, my house is not actually my house. It is a retreat center where men and women can gather and pray. So if you see the design of my house, the hall looks like an auditorium. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. Uh -huh. The hall looks like an auditorium. Which I've told God that God give me money to complete this house. So that I can call people to come and sleep there. And we will glorify and pray in this room. That they will not need to come and rent hotels. They will just have to come and enter. By the grace of God, I've got into the roofing. When, 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 when I bought the first set of wood, am I talking to you? But God will surely provide money. Am I, am I, am I talking to somebody? Yeah. This is a mindset somebody's having in building a house. Not just building a house for people to, myself and who to stay. Ah. 
why is the reason why you want to get a car? Why do you want to get a car? Is it that so that you can flex in town? So that you can show people that you have now you are now successful? No. The motive of me getting a car is that Lord, I've told God that Lord, I need a car because going to church has become so tedious for me. Sometimes when we close from church, you can stand on the road for hours, no vehicle is coming. And people are lined up, so Lord, at least so give us a car so we can carry people into their destination before we branch to our houses. What, what is your motive? Most of you, you were not thinking like that. Too. <laughs> your, your own motive was about your selfish interests. And that is why there are dimensions of grace you are not receiving because it is all about yourself, not to glorify God. I think this is the part one. God bless you for coming. We shall continue God willing this afternoon. The Lord bless you so much in Jesus' mighty name. Can you clap your hands for Jesus? My God.